In the case 23-2832, Legacy Cares. Appearances on the Legacy Cares case. Let's start with, let's see, with Mr. Taylor. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Hank Taylor on behalf of the debtor, Legacy Cares. Thank you. Mr. McCurgan, are you going to appear as well? Yes, Your Honor. Bob McCurgan on behalf of Legacy Cares. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Petty. Uh, let me hear from Mr. Warnke, please. Mr. Warnke, are you going to make an appearance? Looks like he's frozen on screen. Let's move on then, uh, Mr. Riggs. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Peter Riggs and Jessica Gale from Spencer Bank on behalf of UMB Bank. I'm sorry, did you say with Jessica Gale as well? Uh, yes, Your Honor, she's on, she's on the call as well. Okay, I see her on screen. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Pack. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Bradley Pack, appearing on behalf of Wholesale Force. Thank you. Mr. Giles. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Phil Giles on behalf of Kearney Electric. Thank you. Mr. Hawkins. Good afternoon, Lamar Hawkins, Counsel for Pace, Image, and Spray Foam. Thank you. Mr. Warner, are you back with us here? Yes, Your Honor. I seem to have faced out for a moment there. Robert Moe, Aiden Companies. Okay, thank you. Ms. McGuire, are you going to make an appearance in this case? No, I am not, Your Honor. I'm just listening. All right, thank you. Uh, I see the name Charlie Markle. Charlie Markle, are you going to make an appearance? Good afternoon, Judge. No, I'm not making an appearance, just observing. All right, thank you. Is there anybody else who would like to make an appearance on the phone? There's nobody in the courtroom, um, and I see nobody else on Zoom. So any other appearances? Okay, hearing none. Mr. Pack, would you lead off, please? Sure. Uh, Your Honor, we're here because, uh, as I had explained at the last hearing on the debtor's motion to approve the priming lien, uh, we had served discovery uh, on what we believe to be uh, factual issues relating to that motion on uh, May 25th. Um, we had served those interrogatories and requests for production to UMB and to, um, and to the debtor. Uh, I had suggested at the time uh, that they be given uh, a week to respond and, and had requested the court order some expedited discovery in light of the fact that we were going to have um, an expedited hearing on the motion. Um, and you had suggested that we had at least need first and see if we could resolve any of those discovery issues um, before asking the court to intervene. So we did have a meet and confer yesterday. Um, I believe everybody who's on the Zoom call uh, was part of that meeting. Um, what I had proposed uh, to do on, on that call was to go through the interrogatories and requests for productions that we had served um, one by one and ask if there were any objections uh, to those discovery requests, if there was anything we could do to try and resolve those objections or to narrow the um, the scope and see how much time uh, the debtor and UMB thought would be necessary to respond to them. Um, UMB and, and the debtor's attorneys declined to do that. Um, what they said is we're not going to respond to any discovery at all, um, at least not before the hearing that has been set for June 13th. Um, all we're going to do is we will disclose documents that we think go to the issue of when uh, 
the first work was done on the project. Um, that does not work for us. Um, I don't think there's any dispute among any of the parties, at least I haven't heard any, that we're entitled to discovery on the fact issues that you're going to be hearing on June 13th. Um, no specific objections to any of our discovery requests have been asserted, um, but we're being told we're not going to respond to any of your discovery requests until the court has already resolved the issues that your discovery goes to. And in the meantime, we'll show you some documents, but it's just going to be the documents that we want you to see. Um, I don't think that is in accordance with due process. Um, I believe that we have, we're entitled to a meaningful opportunity to object to the motion and to be heard on it. And particularly in a case like this, where uh, evidence is within the exclusive control of other parties, due process means we're entitled to an opportunity to discover that evidence and to have access to it before the court decides any of the factual issues that our discovery relates to. So I, I, I'm not going to be satisfied by, we'll select what documents we want to disclose to you. We're not going to define really how we're going to, uh, what the scope of this disclosure is going to be is not going to be verified by anybody. Nobody is attesting that any of these documents are complete or accurate. Um, you'll just have to trust us that we're giving you um, what we think is relevant to the issues. Um, and for all the reasons that, that I've already mentioned, I don't think um, that is uh, that is fair. Uh, it, it doesn't uh, respect our due process rights. They do understand that we're in a bankruptcy proceeding and things move quickly, particularly in light of at least the asserted need um, for approval of this dip financing on an expedited basis. But if that's what the debtor and UMB want, if they want expedited resolution, um, and, and this is uh, certainly moving very quickly, then I think they have to be prepared to respond to discovery on an expedited basis as well. Have you received anything yet, Mr. Pack? Any documents whatsoever? No. Have they indicated to you when the documents that they are going to produce are going to be produced to you? Uh, I believe Mr. Capetti said in a couple of days. That was yesterday, so I guess that would target their uh, their expected time frame as tomorrow. Okay. Anything else, Mr. Pack? No, I do want to bring to the court's attention the fact that we do have subpoenas that were just served yesterday as well. We served those subpoenas on Oakland Construction as well as the original general contractor, J.S. Waltz Construction Company. Um, I heard from Waltz's attorney just this morning, Ben Reeves at Snell and Wilmer. Um, he asked for a little extra time to respond to the subpoena. Um, I said that that's fine. We agreed to a production date on uh, June 8th. And I haven't heard anything yet from uh, Oakland's counsel. Okay, thank you. I, I take it, Mr. Petty, I should talk to you next. Is that right? Thank you. Um, Your Honor, we understood the issue that was important to prioritize for discovery um, had to do with the lean priority issue that Mr. Pack raised at the last hearing. He didn't identify any particular reason to believe that construction had started 
prior to the deed of trust being filed, but thought he was entitled to uh, some evidence to support the presumption that the debtor is moving forward with, i.e., that the, the deed of trust was ahead of the mechanics. And so uh, they did, he served discovery last Thursday, as you may recall, which we didn't see until Thursday afternoon uh, after the hearing. Uh, we immediately went to work trying to gather all the evidence we could find that relates to the issue of when construction started on this project. And so as I explained to Mr. Pack yesterday during our, our call, we are going to provide the, uh, the first general contractor's contract, which was dated August 14th, which I believe we actually have already provided to Mr. Pack and provided last week. Um, so we're providing the very first general contractor contract. We're providing all the bond documents that show when the financing actually closed to begin construction. There was an independent construction monitor on the project. We're going to provide all the construction monitor reports that summarize the construction that occurred on the project, including his very first one, which makes clear that they weren't even doing the grading on the project until early December. We will be providing media articles as to when the groundbreaking occurred. We will provide all of the uh, first uh, pay applications and requ requisitions in our possession. We'll provide those as well. All of this, by the way, supports the representations that were made to you uh, as to when construction started and didn't start. We uh, are amenable if anybody has a specific request for something more than that. But if you'd like me to, I can address some of the problems with these discoveries. When are you going to get the documents that you have described to Mr. Peck? Well, most of them tomorrow, a handful of them. We are actually going to produce a bunch more stuff, Your Honor, just to make it easier to push it out at one time. And I, some of those electronic files may take a bit longer. But I suspect the vast majority and everything that I've mentioned so far will be out tomorrow. Okay. And your belief is that this accumulation of documents is going to definitively demonstrate that uh, no earth was turned until after the deed of trust was recorded by UMB? Yes, Your Honor. The, you know, under the first shovel concept, I think this easily refutes any inference that it began before that. Why don't you talk a little bit about uh, why you think what Mr. Pack is asking for is uh, off limits here? Well, first, first, these are the typical interrogatories in requests for production you'd see in a normal uh, discovery governed by a normal timeline. There's five and a half pages of instructions. One of them defines legacy cares as including legacy cares, all its agents, and anyone who acted on its behalf. Legacy Cares at this point, Your Honor, to my knowledge, has one, one employee, a single employee. Legacy Sports, which is no longer the manager of the park, but Legacy Sports handled the vast majority of the construction oversight at the time. We don't control any of their documents anymore. We only have 50 people. There was a separate construction manager who, who handled most of the uh, uh, formal management of the project. We don't have... 100% of their files. And then there was the independent construction monitor. And so Legacy Cares is not in a position to reliably answer interrogatories along the lines of what I'm about to read to you from the 
from the interrogatory. All contracts between Legacy Cares, Inc. and any person or entity for the development or construction of the property. All, all payments made by Legacy Cares to any person or entity concerning the development or construction of the property, including the amount of payment, the pay applications covered by such payment, and the date of such payment. None of the interrogatories or requests for production are bounded in any way by time frame. All of them use the word all for describing the full list of stuff that's wanted. I, I think it was represented to you at the last hearing, Your Honor, that these were narrowly tailored to the lien priority issue. They're not remotely narrowly tailored to the lien priority issue. Anything further, Mr. Perpetti? I think that's enough for now. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Taylor, Ms. McCurgan, is there anything you want to add before I move on? Nothing from me, Your Honor. Nothing from me, Your Honor. Thank you. Uh, let me turn to uh, Mr. Riggs. Do you want to speak up after UMB? Yes, yes, thank you. Um, I certainly join in uh, Mr. Perpetti's comments. Uh, we have a very similar view as to the scope of what's been requested and, and um, so that the court is aware, um, counsel uh, for uh, uh, Wholesale Floors propounded the discovery and requested a, request, requested a full production and, and, and verified responses in seven days. Um, he didn't seek leave, of course, to, to for that timeline before before serving it. Uh, he just did it. And it, it, isn't, it isn't a reasonable list for us. This material has never been produced anywhere. Uh, and so we're, we're working with the client to to ensure that we have all the data in our possession before before it can even be sort of organized and reviewed for production at all. Uh, it, it isn't feasible for us to do that in seven days. Uh, it, similarly, with with the interrogatories, we just, we just don't have the bandwidth to turn around that information that quickly. Um, I think it's important for the court to also consider um, just what exactly we're doing here and why. The, um, the, the issues about lien priority, um, I think, are a bit of a red herring for purposes of the dip, of the dip motion. Um, and I would sort of remind everyone involved of, of the discussion that took place on the record uh, last week uh, when it came to uh, talking about the, the um, two sets of scenarios. One, if, if, um, if the mechanics claim payments are are found to have first priority, well, then they're adequately protected by the equity in the property. Uh, and if they're not found to have uh, uh, first priority, if UMB has first priority, well, then they're out of the money for purposes of this analysis. And then uh, they're not entitled to anything in that event either. And so this this race to do the discovery is, is there's really no point because it's not germane to the dip motion at all. And this discovery needs to occur. There's no question about it. Um, and it's not to be taken as, as our consent to, to any particular discovery request. But the subject matter generally about lien priority, uh, that, that, will, that discovery will have to take place. It just doesn't have to take place right here, right now, at 100 miles an hour for purposes of the district. Uh, and that's, that's because it's largely irrelevant for the district. So, Mr. Riggs, one thing that I recall a little bit different from what you just indicated is that if the material men, in fact, are in first position, 
Uh, I don't think anybody confirmed to me, and I pressed Mr. Taylor pretty hard about the question about what equity cushion exists there, and he wasn't willing to indicate that there was an equity cushion even over existing material men. Well, I certainly, uh, I think that they're, they're, the, the market will determine what this property is and project is worth. Um, I think that we can, we can all uh, point to what, what the entirety of the bond package uh, uh, was, uh, you know, as evidence of how much it costs to construct this project. Uh, and that figure is north of $300 million. And so I, I think that the, the entirety of the, of the bond, the entirety of the mechanics lien claim, uh, even if, even if you include all of the duplicate claims that were referred to, uh, during the hearing, I, I mean, I think it, 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 there's unquestionably equity there if, if, uh, uh, is there in first position? Well, so you say, but what you're really talking about is uh, uh, on a cost basis, there's equity, but cost basis is not exactly fair market value. Sure, and I, I think that we, we will know in, in short order what the fair market value is when 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 we get some bids in place and and um, uh, you know this thing moves forward towards the sale process. But um, I'm, I'm not prepared to to represent to the court any particular value, it's, but, but it, it was fabulously expensive to construct this place, uh, well in excess of what these mechanics lien claimants are owed. So I, I gathered that much of the last hearing, but still nobody was willing to go on record to say, well, at a minimum, this property is worth X, and therefore there's coverage for that, uh, uh, that group of material men should they end up in first position. Nobody's, nobody's actually committed to that. And perhaps that's important for the final hearing. And you're still not committing today, I hear. All right, let me move on then. I, 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 don't, I don't mean, I'm sorry, Judge, I don't mean to be coy on, on a topic. I, I, to my knowledge, the property's never been appraised, uh, and so I, I, I just don't have the information. All right, let me turn to Mr. Giles. Your Honor, I'm primarily here just to monitor the resolution, so I have nothing to add. Thank you. Mr. Hawkins, same with you. Yes, Judge, uh, although I would say that we support Mr. Pack's views on this. Well, in effect, what uh, Mr. Riggs is telling me is, uh, all right, a lot of these things are fine to ask for, but in the context of uh, a true uh, adversary proceeding on, on lien disputes, uh, but we're not at that stage. We're really uh, just needing to provide some information that indicates when the dirt was turned and uh, uh, see if there's at least no glaring problem. It may turn out that uh, that alone is not enough down the road, um, but Mr. Papetti and, and I think Mr. Riggs would both say what they're going to provide in the next day or two ought to be enough to get us to this next hearing. Mr. Hawkins. Yes, Your Honor. Um, uh, concur, Your Honor. Um, the pause that I have is the same one that the court has, but we don't have anybody willing to say that the property is worth even more than the mechanics lien holders. That's somewhat problematic. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Mr. Warnicky. any comments? Yeah, the other thing I'd add is that it looks like the ground lease for the property was signed in May of 2020, substantially in advance of the August date everyone's talking about for the bonds. Um, I don't know when the debtor first started doing things on the property or not, but the lease was signed in May. So that's just something else that's 
out there. Okay, thank you. All right, last word, Mr. Pack. Your Honor, I, I, again, I, I would say that just getting the documents that we know uh, UMB and the debtor want us to see really isn't sufficient. If it's true that, as Mr. Cuddy says, that this information isn't really in the hands of of legacy cares and it's not in their control anymore, I think it would be pretty easy to say, we haven't produced anything because we're not in possession or control of any of these documents. And we can answer your interrogatory to the best of our knowledge, but uh, there may be other people with more knowledge of, of this issue. Um, so we can't answer that question definitively. I think that would be a permissible answer to the interrogatory. What isn't uh, fair or appropriate is to say, we're not gonna bother responding to it at all. I still haven't heard really any specific objection uh, beyond just your requests are very broad uh, to any of the interrogatories or requests for productions that uh, we have propounded. I haven't heard that it would be really burdensome to respond to them. Um, I haven't heard that it wouldn't be possible to respond to them with, you know, with some time um, in advance of the hearing. And just saying, and with respect to the fact issue of what the property is worth, it's not going to do us any good if the market tells us the property is worth 30 million or 40 million a month or uh, two months from now. And then it turns out there really isn't any equity in the property for the mechanics lien holders, let alone for them, plus a $10 million super priority lien. I'm sorry, 9 million plus whatever interest accrues on it. Uh, because then the damage will have been done. And we're not going to be able to undo um, this priming lien uh, once it's already been funded and the court has already approved super priority. That's why we would need to have an opportunity to really conduct full discovery on the priority issue prior to the hearing and not after. Um, another issue that um, I'm not sure was addressed, one of the things that UMB and the debtor are asking for as part of their, uh, their order approving the dip financing is that uh, creditors will have 60 days from when a creditor's committee was formed or 75 days from when the first interim order approving the cash collateral order was entered to challenge UMB's lien priority. And that's not their lien priority with respect to the 9 million, it's their lien priority with respect to the entire project. So I don't know how we're supposed to bring a challenge with respect to the lien priority that uh, UMB is asserting as to the existing liens that are already out there by, I think that would give us some time until mid-July to assert that challenge if we don't have access to the evidence um, that's relevant to that issue. Your Honor, may I respond to that? No, hold on a second. Mr. Peck, it seems to me what's, uh, what's going to happen here is uh, Mr. Perpetti is going to give you what he said he's going to give you, and he's going to give it to you in a day or two. Uh, but as to the bigger question of what the rest of your discovery request is uh, asking for, uh, that's going to be produced or not produced, but in controversy within the next 30 days. Is that, is that right, Mr. Pe Petty? Your Honor, we can respond to the discovery within 30 days. I, I do think it's going to have a fair amount of objections that we can confer further about. But yes, we can, we can go ahead and respond to all of it within 30 days, if you, if you prefer. 
Okay, so Mr. Pack, I, I think we really need to distinguish between your overall lien contest, which is something we're not going to resolve before the next hearing, uh, and the, the dip financing where, uh, look, I get it. You're on a fishing expedition trying to uh, find anything that might demonstrate that there's a break in priority. Um, but we're on a rush, rush basis here, and uh, the debtor would say we've got a real crisis here that requires uh, the financing and as quickly as, uh, uh, as we're going. Uh, but that isn't the time frame within which we're going to resolve your, your lien priority dispute. That's going to have to to wait and uh, be done in due course. So you're going to get a chance at it. You've already started the, the engine there, but uh, you're, um, I don't think it's reasonable to expect you're going to get everything you asked for last Thursday and uh, that you should have it by tomorrow or before even the hearing. So what I'm going to order is, uh, I'm sorry, there was one more person that wanted to say something before I enter my order. Who else wanted to speak up? You're on a your Honor, Peter Riggs again, uh, I just wanted to observe that um, uh, Mr. Pack's comments about the challenge period, I, I think that's, that's another red herring issue. Um, Mr. Pack's client has already sued uh, to enforce his mechanics loan in state court. That uh, lawsuit contains uh, claims that it is the, the first and senior uh, uh, lien on the project, and that lawsuit has now been removed to the bankruptcy court. I, I, I fail to see why a separate challenge action would even be necessary given the issues that are involved in that case. But perhaps Mr. Pack can address that. I'm not even sure that Mr. Pack is saying that. The, the challenge is out there. It's just not going to get resolved before our next hearing. Mr. Pack, you're not talking about an entirely new proceeding, are you? No, I, well, I mean, I, I didn't realize that UMB and uh, and Legacy were interpreting the, the court's order to mean that um, it's not going to be necessary for us to raise some other challenge before the bankruptcy court to UMB's lien priority. Um, so if what they're saying is, um, look, you've already essentially filed a, a challenge to our lien priority, um, that's sufficient to um, constitute some type of a claim um, within uh, that, that challenge period, um, then that at least resolves that concern. But Is that I what you're saying, certainly I, I mean, I think that's exactly what the issue in the, in the mechanics lien litigation is, is, is who has the senior lien on the debtor's interest in that, in, in that project. I take that as a yes. And perhaps if I could invite my co-counsel, Jeff Gale, she knows more about the mechanics lien than I do. So Jeff, if you want to jump in here, that'd be helpful. So everybody involved in this removed action, uh, I think Mr. Riggs is telling me and Mr. Pack is telling me, brings the lien priority uh, for UMB in dispute. And uh, if that's the case, great. Then everybody on screen knows uh, what needs to be done or not uh, before any deadline if this financing is finally approved. Fair enough, Mr. Rapetti. Yes, Your Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to uh, order that Mr. Papetti uh, and his client deliver uh, to Mr. Pack uh, the entire body of what he identified uh, on the record today as to what was going to be delivered today or tomorrow. Uh, and I assume that you're going to bring this over to Mr. Pack via email. Is that right, Mr. Papetti? Yes, Your Honor. I, I, I just one small correction. I, I did say that some of the electronic stuff may slip till Friday. Okay. So 
some of the electronic stuff then. If it's by Friday, it's by Friday. Uh, we're at Wednesday right now, but uh, uh, what Mr. Petty has described to me uh, strikes me as a significant body of information pertaining to exactly uh, when dirt was turned, which is seemingly the principal issue that is uh, driving whether or not there is a break in priority or not. I know it's not the full discovery that Mr. Pack has asked for. Uh, that is really going to be subject to another issue at another day uh, as the parties work through his entire list of, uh, of what he's asked for. Uh, but frankly, most of what Mr. Pack has asked for, in, uh, at least in his request to the debtor, uh, looked to me as if uh, its discovery calculated to advance the removed action from state court. And if so, great. That's, uh, again, another issue for another day. Mr. Pack. Your Honor, I'm sorry. I, I just want to say with respect to that issue, I, I want to be clear, even though the action has been removed to, to this court, we're still considering whether or not we want to seek a remand. So I'm, I hope nothing that uh, goes on today um, is going to constitute any type of a waiver or be prejudicial to our rights to seek a remand. If in, that, if in fact, um, that's what uh, Wholesale Floors decides to do. If you're still within your time to seek a remand, uh, so be it. There's nothing here that's, to, that's changing any of that today. So you haven't waived anything. I understand that. Um, let's talk for a second about uh, what Mr. Riggs raised with the um, uh, equity cushion that he believes exists, even if the material men are in first position. Uh, that hasn't been ascertained. In fact, nobody has really come to me saying they even are willing to stand by that, uh, that notion. Uh, Mr. Riggs is uh, telling me that there's an awful lot of money that was poured into this property on a cost basis. That's not uh, fair market value. We all know that. Um, but I am going to be very interested at our next hearing when I'm looking at uh, the, the financing request uh, as to whether anybody uh, wants to stand up and say, even if the material men are in first position, they're going to be adequately protected. Uh, I think that's something that, uh, that needs to be considered. And I think everybody understood that at the last hearing. And yet, to date, nobody has really stood by that uh, by that notion. With that, then, um, Mr. Papetti, why don't you prepare a form of order uh, identifying what it is the court has ordered to be turned over, but uh, more importantly, get that information over Mr. Pack pronto. Yes, Your Honor. Okay. Thank you very much. We're adjourned on the legacy matter. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank, Thank you, Judge.